Ho, ho, ho. Do I look like your balder? <laughs> Kid, tell me what you want for Christmas. I hate you. Ooh, you, you funky. You, you've been hiding behind them reindeers too long, mister. Tell me what you want. Get off my lap, or I'll tell your parole officer. You, you the one that's gonna need a parole officer? Yeah, a fat man in red pajamas with a little kid on his lap. I don't care if you like me or not. They pay me $4 an hour to sit here and take this abuse. Now, what the hell do you want? What I want to know is, is, is how a fat man like you can fly, because most fat men I know can't even get their ass out the chair. Get off me. You're getting a lump of coal in your stocking this year. Coal, you little brat. What do you think of that, huh? I think, I bet, I bite you, I poison your milk, I start to fire your chimney and burn all your cellulite up. Get off me. Boy, get off me. Get off me. Get, get off me, you little... Oh, that's why you only work one day a year and make these clauses on welfare. Cause you the ugly ass nigga, bro. I'm handsome. What the fuck you talk about? I really only included myself to make you feel better. Don't include yourself no more. I know you ugly. Nah, bro. You, you have to convince ugly. me. You just told me not all. to include myself in the ugly ass niggas. The nigga Joe said you want to be in a group of your own. This nigga Joe said he need to put on his makeup before we start. I'm like nigga, nobody can see us. All right. <laughs> so we back again today. We're going to do something a little different than nobody do on Christmas. We're going to talk about the motherfucking villains in this bitch, bro. Well, first, let me ask. Are you, would you consider yourself uh, one for the Christmas spirit? Nah, bro. As a child, yes. But the older I get, you know, you start to understand the villains more and their motives for mm. being villains. And then you be like, damn, bro. I kind of fuck with his uh, logic. Fuck okay. Christmas. True, true. This expensive-ass holiday. How many people? How many people you don't bought gifts for this year for Christmas? Okay, yeah. <laughs> that look said said it all. Bro. <laughs> I told everybody like y'all getting hand sanitizer this year, man. Fuck that shit. Fuck them extravagant ass gifts. Yeah, I'm giving daps and hugs, nigga. Bro, for real, like it's it's the time of giving, not giving gifts, bro. <laughs> she asked me the other day like, what you get me for Christmas? I'm like, shit, what you get me for Christmas? I'm pretty sure it's gonna be vagina, but hey. It's the gift they keep on giving, bro. Mm. That's deep. I saw that on the Hallmark commercial. <laughs> you might not want that vagina. I don't. Damn. Oh, I don't think Man. so. I wait to New Year's. Usually when they say that, mm-hmm. it comes with a deep attachment. <clears throat> to some good, to some fire-ass Christmas cooch. I'll take it. I, I ain't had Christmas fire. cooch since last year, bro. I'll take it. Christmas cooch is fire. You ever had that shit? It's mm-hmm. different. Christmas mm-hmm. cooch. I get Bruh. everyday cooch. <laughs> but uh, let's go ahead and get into this list, man. Um, we got 10 villains on the list, and uh, I guess we're going to go and do how we felt about them in the movie and how, how they relate to us. Or to I, the best of our abilities. To the best of our abilities, yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. <clears throat> 
So what you want to do? Uh, 10, 9, 8? We can go through it like that. Okay. All right. Coming in number 10, we got Scott Farkas from A Christmas Story. Many of you might not remember. I don't, because I hate that movie. That movie was great. Bro, that's a classic. Like, that shit came out in 83, bro. What they knew? Comedy, clearly. That movie was, it was a comedy? I think so. Wow, I never knew that, bro, because it was I think it's the story of, like, I don't know. I'm not even going to get into it. Because, I mean, you know, little kid gets his tongue stuck to the pole. I remember that. I didn't know which Christmas movie that was. I thought it was Miracle on 34th Street. The one with Matilda. Bro, this is clearly a Christmas story. Never knew. Wasn't Carl Winslow in this? He got the gun and shot Scott Farkas with it, if I'm not mistaken. He shot the bully, bro? Or the brother. That's some real shit, dog. He shot the brother, bro. What what, what was the main character name in that shit? Artie or some shit? Um, Matthew? uh, Ralphie. Ralphie, 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 Ralphie. I can't, um, I can't remember, um, like I say, how that went down, but... Yeah, he got that damn gun. Damn, bro, got clapped in a Christmas down. movie. You sure this was a comedy? <laughs> I think it was supposed to be a comedy, bro. <laughs> they give you a quick character breakdown of Mister uh, Mister Farkas here. It says, along with his squirrely little lackey Grover Deal, he had a he had a sidekick. Mm-hmm. That nigga name was named Deal. Little Road Dog. Nigga name was Deal, bro. That's his last name, bro. Deal. Grow up. I know he called him Deal, bro. Scott Parker's terrorized young Ralphie and his group of friends in the Christmas story. Why why every story had a bully back then, bro? Like was bully bullies just was was just popping back then. Like every movie had a fucking bully in it. I mean, you still got bullies today in movies. You do? That's crazy, bro. Shut up. <laughs> With his signature coon skin cap, sadistic laugh, and yellow eyes. You got that same cap. Oh yeah, I definitely got a coon skin cap, bro. Fresh oh. coon too. I use uh, what that nigga name is Terry Crews. Use Terry Crews skin. Oh, okay. Farkas played the perfect childhood villain in the Christmas uh, classic, and not to forget the satisfaction of seeing Ralphie finally get a schoolyard bully a taste of his own medicine. So yeah, he definitely shot that nigga. Revenge. Do you think he had? You th- he was one of those bullies that just be a bully just to be a bully, or he had his reasons? Like he ain't had no his family didn't was poor or some shit. Man, yeah, you see him. Okay, <laughs> come on, bro. Schoon skin, schoon skin caps was the thing to wear back in the eighties for some reason. It looked like he looked in the mirror and said, "I hate myself and everyone else." <laughs> yeah, and, and that cap do look stink. I'm pretty sure like, it stinks, that was bro. his morning chant. <laughs> like I don't think you wash that with normal clothes. I think you gotta wash that with like a water hose or some shit. Like, you definitely can't bring that in the house. Like the <laughs> one that you hang hang outside the door. <laughs> leave it, bro, nigga, leave my whole head outside the door. That was scared the shit out of me, bro. Like, what the fuck is that? What animal is that? <laughs> Goddamn coon skin, bro. Yeah. So how would you rank him among the Christmas like the Christmas villain goats? Uh, I mean, to me, Scott Farkas was a good villain. Mm. Um. Got crackle like he voted for Trump in the future. Indeed. I know he did, bro. Yeah, he had no choice. Um I would I like he's not I think ten is fitting. Okay. He's remember <laughs> like he's memorable, but um looking at the rest of this list, they definitely got some better villains. And at the end of the day, he was just a kid being fucking stupid. Yeah. That's all the world. Then he got clapped. Deserving to get his ass whooped. 
Then he got shot, bro. That's crazy. Explain that shit to his parents that don't love him. <laughs> All right, next up is one of my favorite Christmas villains that I could relate to a lot. Uh, we got Lil Wayne coming in for the uh, Gremlins <laughs> in 1984. <laughs> nah, the one with the mohawk stripe that just happened to look like Lil Wayne. <clears throat> I don't know if y'all remember much from the Gremlins, but quick rundown. It was uh, this guy. Got a gift from his dad for Christmas. It was a, he, he. It was like a last minute Christmas gift, and he went to this fucking crazy looking shop that was like very obvious that you shouldn't go in this place or buy anything out of there, bro. They had like dolls from across the seas that was hunted and shit. Like mm-hmm. this nigga decided to buy his child a gift out of there. Weren't they called like when they're not gremlins? They're called like uh, Furbies or something, right? Yeah, they, I forgot what the fuck they called. Um, what are they called when they're not niggas? <laughs> That's really what they turn into. Where they turn into niggas at the yeah. midnight. <laughs> and uh, the, the dad he buys he buys the gift for this kid, and the, the dude specifically gives him the rules like, "Hey, don't feed this motherfucker at the midnight. Only feed it like once if you do, and um, don't get it wet." Three rules, bro. Three rules. Three simple rules. I'm telling you, Cub broke all of them the first day. <laughs> the within 30 minutes of getting this damn uh, koala puppy. Yep. What the fuck it was. <clears throat> Sometimes so, you gotta break the rules, though. Right. We wouldn't have a classic if bruh didn't break all the rules. So exactly. Quick. So, bruh feed the damn thing after midnight. He gave us some. I think he gave us some chicken. Mm-hmm. See, do you seen it? Right. They went from Furby to niggas. That's a chicken. See, see the transition? Yeah. That's yeah. A chicken do the niggas. And he fed the damn thing after midnight, and it got wet. Now, when they get wet, they multiply. Mm-hmm. But when they eat after midnight, they turn into these niggas. And uh, <laughs> it says here, when Billy received the adorable mo Oh, it's called a mogway. Mm. It's like, I uh, guess a furry demon, because that's exactly what the fuck it looked like. Would you take your kid a goddamn mogway? No. not I'm not giving my kid nothing that I can't spell. My- <laughs> Bro, like, I've never heard that word to that movie, and I never heard it again to that movie. <laughs> Ever. From his father on Christmas, he was given three rules. Don't feed him after midnight, don't get him wet, and keep him away from bright light. Needless to say, Billy break all the rules within the first three seconds of getting the gift, resulting in the manifestation of Stripe, an evil incarnation of Gizmo who wrecks havoc on the surrounding town on the Reeks. night of Christmas Eve. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> after they have created an army of niggas, Stripe's antics are hilarious and disturbing to watch at all. Yeah, bro, them, them niggas was wilding. Yeah, he actually was a great Christmas villain. Yes, he was, bro. That final showdown at the end with uh, him and um, with him and old boy. Mm-hmm. That was that was hard, bro. That nigga was Classic. driving a Lambo. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> bro. They fucked that city up. <laughs> they fucked that city up, bro. Cause they was niggas. Yeah, they there was no black fuck. people in this town, bro. Till these gremlins showed up. Mm-hmm. Everything was cool. Everybody was nice. Like, oh, so you got these fucking reptile. Disease, corona ass, koala bears chasing niggas. Yeah, he was. They stole a car. I remember they stole a whole police car. Yep. He was a great villain. I mean, like he said, he led an army of them. Like, yeah, look at his eyes, bro. He definitely going off that path. And he playing spades. He, he got cards Miley, in his bro. hand, bro. Huh? He was on my <laughs> He was up all night. You know what I'm saying? I could give you, I could give you my reasoning. <laughs> That dude looked like he was on drip, bro. He was always lit, always on go, bro. He was ready for whatever. That's why he needed that water, and that's why they kept multiplying. See, and I, and I think they was definitely misunderstood because the only thing they wanted to do was just have fun. That's it. That's all they wanted to do. That's it, bro. But sometimes you got to put an end to the fun. 
Yeah, man. Fucking white people, of course. They put the end to the to the fun. <laughs> <clears throat> Coming in at number eight, we got Mr. Oogie Boogie. Oogie Boogie. This comes from the Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, honestly, Oogie Boogie is one of my favorite, hands down. Okay. Um, just him making the top ten, mm -hmm. I'm perfect with. Right. I do think um, he was so cartoonistic. Right, right. Such right. a cartoonistic villain that um, eight might even be gracious. You know what I mean? Like you could have swapped him with um, Stripe for me. And it still be, I still would have been fine with that. I only say that to say that um, though he was a monumental character, he really didn't inflict much evil. Yeah, I'm saying he got set up. That nigga Jack set him up, bro. Like he 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 kidnapped Santa, mm -hmm. held the man hostage mm -hmm. while Jack, you know, what I'm saying went around, you know, and did what he had to do. But then he came back and tried to save Santa. Like what? I don't get that. That was right. set up, bro. Oogie Boogie was following the plan. You can't make a deal with the devil then, Renee. Right? Like he was he was being honorable, bro. And Jack just fucking shitted on that. He didn't even get to be Santa. He could have Jack could have chilled. I mean, Oogie Boogie fat as fuck. Yeah. Jack Skeleton look like fucking uh, Kevin Durant. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Kevin Durant. He's white, but... Stick <laughs> <coughs> going around fucking causing havoc on Christmas. Oogie Boogie could have did that. Like, Jack could have chilled with, with Santa. You know what I'm saying? So, I think... I, I, I like Oogie Boogie, bro. Yeah. He didn't get his shine like he was supposed to because of that fuck nigga. So, in arguably the most unsettling Christmas movie to date, this burlap sack of horror puts The Nightmare in Tim Burton's 1993, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Damn, I didn't read that sentence well at all. Mm -mm. Let's start that back. Okay. I, I didn't mean to be green, bro. But yes, you did. No, I didn't. <laughs> That's the fuck you sort did. Sort of happened. You wouldn't have made that noise. <laughs> <laughs> and arguably the most unsettling Christmas movie to date. This burlap sack of horror was the, the nightmare in Tim Burton's 1993, The Nightmare Before Christmas. With the help of his equally terrifying sidekicks, Oogie kidnaps Santa Claus, a.k.a. Sandy Claus, and holds him in his underground lair while Jack Skellington begin, uh, brings chaos to Christmas. Jack eventually saves Santa and defeats Oogie by unraveling his cloth, revealing nothing but a, a writhing pile of worms. Yeah, that shit scared the fuck out of me as a kid. I'm like, this nigga was worms the whole damn time? Worms, how did bruh. they? How did they? They talked, though. He, he talked. How the fuck? I don't know, bro. It was just a lot to process as a fucking kid, man. Yeah. But uh I always fought with Oogie Boogie. Nigga had a classic song in the in the um in the movie. Did, so you know. That shit was made by Tay Keith. Okay. <clears throat> Tim Burton would not allow any black <laughs> wow. hands to work wow. on the film. Wow, 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 wow. Maybe ninety three Tim Burton win. To this day, <laughs> I think I think actual up to date Tim no, Burton neither. You see that nigga haircut? There's no Tim Burton movie with black people, and if I'm not mistaken, there isn't any. I don't think he even cast black people in his movies. I think about. I it, think bro. he went on to say um, I ain't that he don't him. have to. He don't have to put black people in his films. The blackest person he ever had in the movie was fucking Batman. That's it. And he barely wanted him to wear all black in that movie, bro. Crazy. All right, coming in at number seven, 
We got Harry and Marv, these two classic ass villains from Home Alone one and two. And uh, I should have to explain much about this. Like, if you ever seen Home Alone, you just didn't fucking have a childhood. Like, I still watch that shit. I watched yeah. that shit the other night, yeah. bro. Like, go back and watch all the Christmas movies high, bro. This just be hilarious. I think that so far, I mean, we definitely have a classic rollout of Christmas movies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Home Alone was just another great, great Christmas movie. The fact that they made a series around a little boy getting left each year on Christmas. That's just bad parenting. Are Harry and Marv really the villains here, bro? I think Not at all, bro. Had they, had they took him away in a van or something, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you couldn't even be mad. He might have got a better <laughs> lifestyle. Took him away in a van? Yeah, like, they could have took him and taught him to rob. You know they what I'm saying? They could have did that. They Turned him to a wet bandit, bro. Bro, he was very smart. He set traps. Exactly, bro. He could have been useful. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Clearly, the pants was overlooking the big brother, who was really the villain. That nigga a psychopath. Who was really the villain, bro. Yeah, exactly. Just trying his hardest to fuck with uh. Little dog, and it was little, a lot of fucking little kids Kevin. In that. It was a lot of fucking kids in that house, bro. bro it so was like, like twelve. They had a football team. I don't get what they were they visiting or did they live there? I couldn't fucking tell. I don't know. <clears> I, if I was that kid, I would want a away team in the house with all them people in the house. I would want to get kidnapped. Fuck <laughs> all right, so though some may argue that the real villains here are the parents of Kevin see? McAllister, see? who completely abandoned their youngest child before leaving the country. Harry and Marv, a.k.a. the Wet Bandits, make out, <laughs> make out to be some of the funniest holiday villains on screen. These two dim-witted criminals who are repeatedly outsmarted by an eight-year-old are burned, shot, tarred, and feathered, and all but killed by, by this adolescent boy as they try and fail to rob his parents' house. Also, them niggas definitely had a gun. And remember, they got like wet or something with mm-hmm. molasses or some shit, and they could have used it. They should have <laughs> used it first. They should have did that first. That they like should have clapped him up. Yeah, it was like thirty second movie. Well, after he did that little movie scene where um, they walked up on the back door, and he used the movie to um, allude to uh, someone else being there with yeah. a gun and shit. Yeah, I definitely would have shot the crib up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I would have. I would have kicked in one of the doors, grabbed the first pillow. And shot anything moving. That Michael Jordan poster. Bro, you just shot a Michael Jordan poster. Yeah, you bro. definitely had a Michael Jordan. That was a that would have been a big nigga I seen. <laughs> as I'm, as I'm I don't know. I don't house. know if I should laugh at that at all. Like I think I can. It's funny. Granted, it is funny, but I don't know. I don't know. But uh, also, I'm thinking. I'm watching this movie as a kid. I'm like, look, I'm eight. And right. I would never have thought of any of this shit. I definitely would have got kidnapped. Man, what? <laughs> All this elaborate shit. He didn't once go to his neighbors. You know what I feel like? I feel like that wasn't exactly his first time getting left home like that. Because that nigga knew exactly what to do. Or about to get kidnapped. Clearly. Or, yeah, bro. <laughs> like, it happened to him twice. <laughs> like, that would, that would fuck me up as a kid. You got these two fucking criminals who keep trying to kidnap me. Like, what the fuck, bro? I'm telling you. But yeah, they would have got me though. No, no, no doubt. 
right, so this next one I know nothing of. I don't know what this is either, bro. I'm Burger a- Meister Meister Burger. Can we just skip it? Because I don't know shit about it. Well, let's just give the people, you know, give the people what they want. Okay. All Chris Kringle wanted to do was deliver toys to the children of Sombertown. Real shit. But when the Burger Meister decides to outlaw toys, he puts a bounty on Father Christmas's head. Whoa. This movie sounding fire. It's getting dark. Sounding fire. However, Chris is able to evade the Burgermeister and goes on to start his life as Santa Claus. Oh, shit. Damn, bro. This is a triumphant story. That's crazy. I didn't know that it was so deep like that. I ain't no Santa was about to have money on his head like Gucci. Some may argue that the Burgermeister may be responsible for Christmas as we know it. Because if not for him, <clears throat> Santa may have never been pushed to his full potential. So they made a Christmas movie out of the Jeezy and Gucci Mane beef? Because this is exactly how the Jeezy and Gucci Mane beef started. I think somebody made Jeezy and Gucci Mane beef after watching this movie. Bro, he put... he put <laughs> that's so, That elaborate plot. It was Jay, it was Zaytoven the whole time. <laughs> Bro, that's so funny because uh, Burger Meister, I'm going to call him Jeezy Meister. Uh, <laughs> he put money on that nigga Gucci Christmas head, bro. Yeah. And Christmas survived. Just like Came Gucci. back stronger than ever. Just like Gucci, bro. This is the Gucci main story, but in Christmas form, bro. True indeed. That's Gucci do drop a lot of Christmas <laughs> mixtapes. He do. He do. He got something. He said Atlanta Santa, bro. This is the Gu- this is Gucci. It's making more and more sense. Wow. It's making more and more sense. I didn't know I needed this till now. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna. I'm, I'm gonna check that one out today. You got to. <laughs> Next is a uh, Christmas classic. Mm. Die Hard. Die hard a lot. Shout out to Bruce Willis. This definitely had Carl Winslow in it. I it did. Him, it did. It did. Cop. He was another cop. cop. Yep. That's crazy. He might be a cop. I don't know. On duty did. and off duty. That nigga definitely was working overtime, getting twelve fifty an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Cops don't make that much. They don't. Not <laughs> well. Under the table. Anyways, um, a lot of fans. A lot of people our age probably have seen the Die Hard movies. Man, everyone fire. our age better had seen Die hype Hard at some hype, point. Hype, hype does not watch movies. You ask him if he's seen Die Hard, I guarantee you five bucks he has not seen Die Hard. That's crazy. All right, so Hans Gruber, um, a classic villain. That nigga was cold. That was a cold nigga, bro. Cold bloody. Hans Gruber was cold. Bro, he ain't give a fuck. Mm-mm. Hey, yo, take this man's wife, man. I'm finna kill him. Nigga robbed a Steinmark. Uh-huh. The Steinmark headquarters, bro. No, he was working with the Yakuza, wasn't he? Yeah, uh, I think Not in the, the Yakuza wasn't in this one, huh? No, no, it was uh these Russians. I want to. Yeah. Say. All right. So in the Ultimate Christmas Time action movie, we receive one of the greatest all-time villains in Alan Rickman's Hans Gruber. In one of his more memorable roles, the late actor played a German master terrorist who takes a Los Angeles holiday office party hostage in an effort to heist $600 million. In this unusual spin on a holiday movie, Hans Gruber serves as a whole new type of Ebenezer Scrooge. My nigga just wanted money, bro, for his family. That's an interesting take on on. Every, on the whole Ebenezer Cruz, Scrooge rather Never thought about that But that is pretty fitting of an um, analogy And now that I remember He definitely was not working with the Yakuza If I'm not mistaken He had a big ass motherfucking cracker He did uh-huh. Oh, oh dude, Can't say big hey, we ass We can bleep it Can't hmm? say big ass We can say cracker though Well we can say big ass cracker 
It's two. You gotta split them up. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's two. That's too specific. Right. <laughs> like, they will know. All right, he definitely had a cracker <laughs> with some big ass shoulders. <laughs> Bro, can we talk about how hard Bruce Willis went for the for this? Bro, he he was putting in work, dog. This shit had me scared to go to office Christmas. Nigga party. was scaling the building and shit at one point. And what 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 was his what was his job? He was a damn. He was a security guard or something. Nah, he was an officer. Oh, okay. Yeah, cause bro, he was an officer in like New York though, and the shit happened in L.A. Yeah, he was just out there visiting or some shit. Yeah, or moving out there. Like I can't remember. I, like if I remember correctly, I I've seen it a few times. You know what I mean? But it like it ain't. It, there are people that love love die hard. It is, you know bro, what I'm my, saying? And I might be disrespected right now by not remembering this. Um, the lady who used to do my mom hair in the hood. She will always have on Die Hard movies. I mean, Die Hard goes hard. Like do. all of the series goes hard, but um, and it came out in the eighties too. You know, it was a lot of blood and gore in the movies at the time. Like niggas was definitely getting shot up in most of the movies. And it's funny they call this a Christmas movie, which I won't debate that at all. I know he was running around barefoot at one point. Like he did it all. When it was in a tank to bring time. his baby home. And what's crazy is, if I'm not mistaken, they was getting a divorce. Yeah, they was getting a divorce. I would have been like, man, hey, kill that. I would have no, been like, nigga, take her first. <laughs>